Hi. It's Dennis again. Welcome to the Frontier. This is our third episode of the Frontier Podcast. We're very, very grateful and very, very um, happy about how this journey is going. We, when we started this podcast, it was kind of like an attempt, like how we used to describe it, to discuss about crypto, Web3, money, and the trends driving those three uh, fundamentals in Africa. From our first episode to our second episode and now our third episode is in a very interesting uh, conversation. We thank our listeners and our fans for sticking out, sticking it out there for us and sticking along, the, uh, along this journey with us. Today, we're talking about mobile money, Web3 in Africa. And the fourth person in the room joined us today because we are four hosts, Jeffrey, Isaac, and Jordan. So I will give Jordan uh, the floor to introduce himself before we jump into the uh episode proper jordan please can you introduce yourself uh thank you dennis uh so my name is jordan mudemba and uh i'm, I'm a blockchain maximalist uh very passionate about blockchain technology and building a, a better financial uh future uh i do light smart contract uh using solidity and uh, also build a dub application uh yeah recently i've been doing uh more more on more, more teaching and empowering web3 developers uh across kenya and also africa uh to be able to find solution to problems and uh being able to impact different community uh through blockchain and related technology i've i've been working with cello uh for for like now almost uh 2 years uh within the cello uh kenya ecosystem uh, to help build and grow the uh, ecosystem. Uh, yeah. So thank you, thank you, Dennis, for for this uh, uh, today's uh, podcast and also uh, for this. Uh, yeah. So back, to, uh, Dennis. Yeah, sure, man. It's always nice to bring you on. You know, we are a solo company by default. Uh, coming below, UK is a solo uh, company and. It happens to be that we are proponents of Celo and we definitely understand the the Celo angle when it comes to mobile money. Because when you look at um, all the blockchains that are out there and how they are designed and the uh, the primitives, uh, we'll call it the fundamentals of what is driving uh, most blockchains and the products basis around these things, you see that there are so many distinctions, right? Ethereum is built around smart contract developments and the rest of that. Then you have Bitcoin focusing on the uh, digital gold philosophy and the rest of that. But today's topic focuses on mobile money and um, and crypto in Africa. There's only East Africa. And Jordan is from Kenya. And my kind of like pre-focus on the conversations we're going to have is going to be, first of all, it's going to come out, come around Celo and how the mobile money ethos around Celo and uh, is kind of doing in Africa. And then number two, the mobile money adoption and crypto adoption. How is it going in East Africa? Because I, for once, have some personal observations about the, the relationship between mobile money and crypto and how is defining consumer culture, crypto adoption in East Africa, and how that is actually happening across the rest of African uh, jurisdiction. If you are new to Africa or you've uh, 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 if you're hearing the mobile money for the first time, well, mobile money are financial banks powered by SIM cards and phone numbers. They are heavily used in East Africa, Kenya, 
Tanzania and uh, some other um, and the rest of them. Well, in West Africa here, we are a heavily transfer and card-based uh, uh, economy when it comes to digital payments. So East Africa is very, very unique when it comes to mobile money because of the heavy adoption. Um, Jordan, I want to bring you in here, right? right? Just want you to like, give us like a layman view of how mobile money is going in East Africa and how the relationship between crypto and Web3 is actually uh, going. And, like, what do you see happening on the ground? And what can you tell our listeners about that today? Okay. Uh, thank you, Dennis. Uh... I think uh, when you speak about mobile uh, mobile money and uh, mo- mobile money or mobile uh, transaction, uh, you can't um, talk about it without having to mention M-Pesa, uh, which was the or which is the earliest form of uh, mobile money transfer and uh, also mobile banking. Uh, so one of the the key things that has been uh, propelling the, the the adoption of crypto uh, in East Africa uh, region is more because of the wide uh, usage of uh, mobile phones, uh, the feature phones and uh, the smartphones. So in 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 January like uh, January twenty twenty three, uh, there is like approximately. 60, 60, 60 million uh, mobile devices uh, which have been uh, registered in Kenya, uh, which means uh, with also the 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 wide the wide uh, internet connectivities in even in rural areas it makes it easy for people to be able to understand what is happening uh, within the the world uh, or what is uh, how mo- how how they can be able to do. Uh, this transaction, because uh, I would speak more more of Kenya, because uh, that's where I know that there is a really huge uh, internet connectivity and uh, also mobile usage. And uh, uh, the the most transactions are really based because they are micro transactions. They, they they people tend to do transactions uh, on mobile phones. Rather than uh, on 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 bank bank transfers, uh, yeah. But uh, apart from that, uh, apart from speaking about the M-Pesa, then you move on to crypto adoption. So crypto adoption has been really been uh, with uh, younger generations. Uh, I think millennials and and also Gen Zs have been been seeing people, uh, younger people. Uh, get into crypto because they they do understand they they see what they see the value and they they do have um uh phones that they can be able to interact with uh and remember that uh most of these young generation uh don't really do bank they 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 do don't really do bank and uh yeah I think before before uh, I bring it back to you, uh, Dennis, uh, I may may mention something about uh, uh, what have actually led more uh, to to this uh, kind of setup, and it's more because of uh, it's more because of uh, how 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 people or, or generally how how mobile mobile uh purchase purchases have uh, are really 
easy to do. We have really cheap uh, fonts where people get to buy uh, like fonts in a in a in a. a I don't know how to explain this, but the access to buying devices or uh, phones in Kenya it's really cheap if you compare to some regions in Africa and access to these devices also uh yeah when it comes to crypto adoption uh that that's what i believe uh that i've been able to uh to lead that's what i've i think that is what one of the major thing that has been able to uh bring about the adoption and also the kind of um target market uh within uh since most people are younger generations uh and already they and, and and already people do know how to use the 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 mobile phones it becomes easy for them uh i'll give an example of what was recently happening uh i i know some people have heard about uh worldcoin in a different in a in a negative and a positive way but i'm gonna talk about uh a little bit about the positive side of it the reason why most people were able to get verified and also be able to join the the uh, the worldcoin uh momentum all 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 ecosystem was because of the the devices they already do have and they do know uh that the value is easy to to be able to to, trans, to translate uh if you get the if you if you were were verified and you got the world coin you would be able to cash out easily and there was no need to like do mass education on how to cash out the 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 coins the the people were very the, the, it was self explanatory for them to be able to do that so once they get got verified yeah that is one of the things that i saw part of uh the positive part uh because most people had smartphones they were able to download the application get verified and get into the ecosystem that is one thing that i saw which was really positive and uh back to the cello ecosystem uh where we we we've been talking about having uh uh having a mobile first approach uh means that you are creating for the market uh cuz the future is mobile phone and 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 such uh i i think uh i don't know uh, but uh i think you can uh we can go on with from fair uh dennis yeah sure it makes a lot of sense i think with what you said i think isaac i think you can come in here right because for me personally i have this stronger belief that mobile money africa east africa kenya like it's a very big pace setter. It's a very big um, use case defining uh, behavioral cultures we are seeing in those markets when it comes to, uh, because how you want, no matter how you want to describe it, right? I think digital payments is digital payments, whether it's crypto or mobile money. To the end user, it's just digital payments, but the inner workings of how the money is being moved and the cost and the convenience is what actually defines the behavioral cultures of like or the choices of a customer to choose whether to use a stable coin or a crypto wallet or a mobile money and pesa wallet to move it to move funds so 
I just want to bring it, bring it. You mentioned two things about to the world coin uh experiment. What I for me, I don't I don't buy the idea of the world coin something because I just believe it's something that's to me, I think the basic guy don't need to call it a world coin to just buy people's identity because I mean I just see it as an identity poaching scheme. That is my personal view. They might have good intentions. I don't we let's find out later. But on mobile money, leveling it out on mobile money in Africa and what I'm seeing in Kenya, which what you just described. For me, I just want to bring drive it down to Isaac and say, like, what's your view on this whole conversation, right? Like, how do you think this the 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 the, the game is playing out for crypto and mobile money? Because do you think there is no real need for crypto in, in East Africa because there is wider production of mobile money? Or do you think the both of them can coexist? Actually, what's your opinion? Uh, Isaac, if you're saying anything. Uh, I, 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 uh, okay, go ahead. Same please. for me, or also Isaac. No, just go ahead, Jordan. Oh, okay. Jordan, go ahead, okay. please. Okay. I, I think they, they can really coexist. Uh, one lives on all. One lives on why. One lives on as to why is. The African country in general, a, a lot of the currencies are, 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 are losing value uh so fast like in a very fast uh i, I don't know whether it's, it's a list we, we are lean to 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 lose the currency value uh today is uganda tomorrow yes. is kenya <laughs> I, i'm not sure what is happening, but... want to see yeah. want to see who is going to lose the most <laughs> yeah who's gonna lose the i understand you man yeah so uh I, I do think uh crypto is gonna gonna stay for a very long time, and they can be able to coexist together. Because uh, one, when you when you go when you look at the diaspora uh, digital trans- remittance uh, from diaspora to to Kenya, it's really high, and it's always in dollar. And uh, they 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 do coexist in a way. And also for for the for the most most people like young people. Uh, in Kenya, I'll, I'll still using, mm-hmm. I'll still using, uh, I'll still using crypto to to be paid. So uh, I strongly believe that they can be able to coexist, uh, and even let's, do a lot of, even do a lot. Yeah, yeah, let's splice, let's splice some, let's splice some behavioral. Let's this, this like, let's point out some um in, like important pointers or listeners here because. What I understand from you, because I've had this personal opinion that digital crypto payments is not something, is more of like the cross-border factor than the local payment factor. Because look at what I believe, because I believe that where crypto holds value of what are in Africa is on cross-border and remittances. Anything that has to do with from one country to another destination, I think that's where for me crypto holds border. And as a young person right now in Kenya, trying to transfer money to somebody in merchant in the store, are, I don't see the reason why I should have to you do it with crypto, number one. Then number two, selling something to accept Bitcoin as a mode of payment. I don't really see the value for that merchant because there's a lot of complexities and volatility involved in that conversation, number one. Then 
it's better for them to accept the money in fiat. And then number two, I think the value comes in where people has the opportunity to be able to keep some of those fiat back, make it get, maybe get it back in cryptocurrency or back in dollars to be able to like that inflation protection down team, like to be able to protect individuals from losing uh losing their money to inflation. I think that is where the coexistence of cryptocurrency and mobile money lies well, very well in, in, in Africa generally, I would say, because take a look at this example. Somebody sends you money from somebody like I want to really get it. Like what's the, what's the, what's the, like for mobile money, like does it go beyond the borders of East or from African countries, East African countries, or let's say somebody sending you money from Kenya to from South Africa, from South Africa, for example, to Kenya, can they do it using M-Pesa or do they need to use a mobile uh, local remittance service or something like that? You, you, you've you actually pointed uh, a lot of uh, points uh, that I would uh, agree with uh, or like I agree with uh, specifically for uh, specifically for, for local transactions. I've not really seen a lot of uh, people, apart from uh, companies which are coming up uh, where people can do a day on today or a daily to day daily to daily basis transaction uh the way you would do with mpesa if you're paying for your gas uh for your electricity bill people normally do uh with mpesa here but when it comes to crypto uh they just see it as a way to be able to hold value and to protect them from uh from inflation and uh such uh crisis that, that's what that's 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 actually the general general uh scenario in in africa uh because it's a kind of a cash economy where you the cash you get you pay for a service and you don't have uh time to do the saving the the savings or or to do any other payment and uh there was a question that i i was asked if I was gonna be given like uh like let's say uh a dollar or a hundred dollars, uh would I would I keep them in dollars for, for long or would I be able to pay for a dollar with with the dollar? And, and I said, of course I can be able to pay with the dollar, but the person you're paying later on will go to the bank or look for a for a for a forex bureau and do the exchange because they cannot be able to stay for long with knowing they have cash. And that cash is uh, convertible to to the local currency, uh, and they, they 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 because they they won't be able to pay for the other services, and uh, they yeah. do need to have uh, local local currency. Off ramp, yeah. That, so, that, I think that is where the yeah. that is where the importance of on off ramp comes in, right? For Africa with, with yeah. crypto yeah. and fiat currency. But one of the one of the curious things for me, I've always looked at, and I say. Why is nobody actually doing this? Because we have a lot of fiat money moving and coming in and, out, in, in and out of crypto every day. Because I think the core use case for crypto in Africa is payments. And it's not just payments, it's cross-border payments, it's remittance, it's wealth protection. Because users should be able to protect themselves from inflation. You should be able to move from your local, your local uh, Kenya challenge to dollars and come back in because we here here at the UK we have a product, a savings product where people convert their local naira's to dollars and save themselves from inflation. We have so we have users, right? 
But one of the things I've seen, as you mentioned, because I don't see the, I've not seen, or I don't know why, where we don't have local stable coins. Because let's say the Kenyan shillings on the blockchain, the Naira on the blockchain. I don't know what you think. I don't know your view. I don't know if it holds what or if it makes sense. Because I believe it provides a faster way to off-ramp and it provides a faster way to promote kind of a mobile money service to merchants in a wider range, faster and cheaper. Because I think it provides more, because it all circles around uh, ownership for the merchants, them to be able to kind of like own and control their destiny and their assets without not having to depend on intermediaries or banks that they know what they're going to do with their money. Because at the end of the day, this mobile money is built on a fiat infrastructure. But I believe that the primitives of uh, mobile money can be adopted. And if we have a Kenyan shillings on the blockchain and the comfortability, comfortability of the Kenyan shillings from stable coins to a Kenyan shilling, I don't know what you think with that does for mobile money in Africa and like the learnings for a builder, what can you learn? Like, I just, I don't know. Like, it just a thought in my head. I don't know what you think and your opinion are, are, around it. You are mute, so I don't know. Uh, yeah. Mm, Go ahead, please. I, I'm trying to, uh, um, think on this. On, on I kind of don't really, uh, but. but but I, but I think I think uh one of uh the ways it, it will really be able to help uh, uh when it comes to the Kenya shillings on 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 blockchain and uh the the naira on blockchain of which is already uh a digital currency uh at the moment but but I don't know how it's going or if people are adopting it uh. But but I think it it would be a really big game changer, uh, because uh now it 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 creates a sense of uh sec- security for people and yeah. and uh one thing I've I've seen uh it creates convenience uh for everyone yeah it's very important um, convenience because convenience is very important for it, for in digital payments because what yeah. sorry I'm bringing I'm 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 budgeting because what I believe is uh. The reason why there is high adoption of mobile money is Africa and in Africa generally is because of convenience and because convenience comes in with affordability and usability. So that idea of convenience, because I think crypto is cumbersome for so many folks, right? Because the idea of moving in and coming out, it's that, that, that customer journey is too, it's, it's just too long. If, if platforms can be able to cut it down from just Stable coins to Kenya shillings, just write in your application, right? You don't need to, there's no complexity around it. You can just easily go and easily come back. So I think local stable coins makes a lot of sense for Africa. I think it unlocks the power of what crypto can do and opens up the door for wider spread adoption of digital currencies deeply in the African DNA, like massively and very, very, uh, uh, very, 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 very behavioral because my very big problem with crypto in Africa is crypto has a stickiness problem in Africa. It doesn't stick. It's not sticking yet. Like people are struggling to make like, you, George, you understand this. We've spoken about this on a daily basis, right? 
there is this issue yeah. of how do we make crypto part of our day-to-day -day activity? And that, I think that is one thing I find so unique about the Celo blockchain, right? Because it's, it's building towards making crypto sticky because we have to find a way to interject, build behaviors around the products, not just about the technology and the control and the accessibility, but I believe local stablecoins holds a very big game changer because Africa is very massive. We have almost 54 currencies different people, right? So there's so much complexity where you have been, but if you can bring all these currencies on the blockchain, though it takes a lot, a lot of regulation and the rest of that, I think you can actually unlock mobile money on a very high level because crypto is an invisible technology that empowers this fiat rails, uh, fiat backed currency to provide higher accessibility for merchants, provide payment, make cross-border better, make payment cheaper and the rest of that. I don't know, con con concluding thoughts as we round off, we already, uh, ahead of time or kind of like, what do you think? What are you telling our listeners? One or two things, we round it off. Yeah, like like, uh, like I said about uh, conveniency. So, and also be, being able to build uh, around, uh, uh, around things that people interact with on a daily basis. Uh, I've seen mm -hmm. the the different case studies, not not case studies, but different projects, uh, like uh, like Nuzo, being able to create a platform or an e-commerce system uh, that people can be able to interact with uh, on their daily basis. So if you can be able to buy unga with crypto, and also save cash on that, uh, maybe also kind of stake uh, on that, it, it really makes uh, a lot of sense because uh, that is something that people do resonate with. That is something that uh, people do interact with on a daily basis. And uh, one one thing I can say uh, uh, about the 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 mobile money, uh, I think mobile money is gonna be able to unlock a lot of things. Uh, I've also seen uh, a product called uh, Singe, uh, which used to pay people uh, via mobile uh, through Varora through Varora, uh, after you do your micro micro work and then you get paid in uh, CUSD and such. So integrating crypto into the local and the daily basis, uh, uh, daily basis transactions is what's going to make uh, crypto or adoption of uh, crypto uh, be sticky. Like people will be able to understand what the technology is all about and how to use the technology. Uh, I normally tell most of the developers that I do train that you have to co-create products with, with your users. Uh, let the users hmm. be the ones telling you uh, what problems they are facing, and then you come up with a, with a solution. Other than just coming with a solution and then trying to impose that solution into into the into the users and so that's solution, what gonna... a solution a solution looking for a problem yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so that that and also coming to to ui ux uh ui 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 ux uh needs to be most 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 applications in web3 or dapps most dapps and not really easy for users to be able to use. Uh, so they need to be more simplified. They need to be more 
more guided also more, more also guided by the users because they, they you're building for them to be able to use true like last yeah. episode we talked about usability education and the and the goal of the product designer for crypto i think concluding for me and rounding off i think we had a very interesting conversation i think we can continue this going on i think i'm going to close out with this crypto makes a lot of sense in africa and as as an industry as folks building in this space i believe we have a lot of learning to take from mobile money the mobile money adoption in africa found a way to inoculate itself let me use that word inoculation into the lives of individuals and has a very strong impact that's something i call self trust progression where people use a product and they keep trusting the product and the products keep growing and people keep just progressively they trust the products as the product scales unlike crypto as crypto scales ftx came and people start losing what what is happening what's happening to our money why is it losing value what is happening like we need to be able to solve that problem and how we solve that problem and unlock that problem is by localizing user experience number one number two by learning from mobile money how it was worked because i will let's say this i will close out with this i, I believe that local stable coins has a role to play in a higher dimension for digital payments in africa local digital payments in africa and has a very big role to play with honor, solving the on and off ramp problem we have on the continent from me to you guys it's always nice to come here every 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 day uh to have a conversation about crypto web3 talk about things that really matter talk about things that are very important talk about things nobody's talking about i always thank our listeners our fans out there people family i wish you all the best i wish you um good health and from me to you it's a good night